welcome back to It's Just Not That Serious with your hosts, Emma and Vanessa. you're all well how's everyone doing i hope everybody is um safe after everything that happened this week yeah it kind of like we're gonna record this fun little episode but it feels kind of weird to not acknowledge not say anything about what just the happened absolutely horrific things that just happened in lewiston yeah um so for all of our main friends because we're sure probably only people in maine listen to this um we love you and we hope everybody's safe and i think both of us just feel absolutely disgusted. It's by... kind of like there are just there are no literally words. just no words for it. Um, but yeah, yeah. I think so. there's just a lot of frustration and hurt yeah. and, and anger. And I can <laughs> only imagine how much the entire community of Lewiston is oh my grieving God, yeah. and how terrible this is for all of them. Just like coming from a very small community in Maine, I know how deeply that would affect our communities like i don't know I well just i've been imagine. seeing posts everywhere i'm just like everyone knows someone in maine that's you know? the thing and it's about like maine. people aren't too distantly connected like i feel like a vast majority of people are connected in some ways and i feel like that's almost why it like every shooting is sick and i feel like a reason why this one is like hurting so much even though we were very fortunate to not be directly impacted by it is just because everyone in Maine feels so close to you and it does feel like a tiny little community even though the state is so huge and I just I wouldn't wish this upon every anyone and yeah I wish it didn't happen it's really horrible and I totally agree like Maine is geographically quite large but the communities are so small and they're so spread out that it really is like it feels sometimes like everybody knows everybody. Right. It like when you so meet close. somebody from out of state and they're like, oh my gosh, I know someone from Maine. Do you, you know like so-and-so? Know and you're like, yeah, actually I do. And I know their cousin and their grandmother. So it's just devastating. It's just sad. Um, so hopefully. And we didn't want to just get on here and. And pretend like pretend life is good happened. and everything's <laughs> fine. I mean, we'll still have our fun little chat, but. Um, yeah. Kind of have to acknowledge how bad that is. Right. We love you. We know thoughts and prayers are not enough. Um, Send your thoughts and prayers to legislation. Yeah. So, <laughs> anywho, we're going to just maybe give you a little distraction to all 20 yeah. of our listeners today. So and we're going to talk about friendship. Yeah. Uh, which I think we really need right now. Yeah. We need our people. We all need to lean on each other. Um, so, let's get into so it. So, I think mainly we're going to kind of focus on friendship moving into adulthood and how things kind of shift post-grad um, yeah I feel like there are some big kind of there are some key differences, differences there there I feel like when um you have friends in college you're pretty fortunate I mean typically you're living with them I mean we were yeah. roommates that's how we became close friends like exactly. obviously we knew each other before but living with people just gives you some really tight-knit friendships sometimes and it's like you have friends in your classes and everybody's going to your college like community events and everything so you're really I feel like I can't really remember many days in college where once I had friends <laughs> where I didn't see no my I, friends yeah I feel the same know? way because it's like you're at school with a ton of people that are exactly your age and you're all mm. there to do the same thing. You're there to get this degree. So naturally you have a lot in common with everybody around right. you. So you make these friends. And you're all like struggling together. And you're struggling together and you see these friends every day. And if you're lucky, you get to live with these friends. And it's like, this is probably the only period of time in life where you're so 
interwoven right. with your peers. I feel like I've never had another time like that in my life. No, and honestly, like, obviously in high school, you see your friends and stuff every day too. But like I said, like, when you're living with your friends, like, yeah. you say goodnight to each other and you wake up first thing yeah. in the morning and there's yeah. your friends. I like. also feel like... <laughs> comparing like college friends to high school friends college friends always felt more intentional to me yeah like I felt like there was more of a choice whereas people I was friends with in high school great people but they're people I grew up with right they were and I think we talked about this in an episode in the past um I don't know I kind of feel like I know I I think you've said that you kind of felt similarly to this too in college but I found myself when I was in college I was really really bad at making plans with people or like kind of making deeper friendships with people outside of my roommates oh because my God, it's just yeah. so easy to like you're going home who's home who wants to go get a drink later exactly. like on my way through I, I can pick you up anyone want to go do this or like who wants to watch a movie tonight because everybody's yeah. in the same house everybody's so accessible right and it's like you don't really feel like you have to try that hard mm-hmm. to match schedules or make plans it honestly like obviously when I wanted to hang out with you guys it was because I wanted to hang out with you like yeah. that was the intent but the plans themselves don't always feel very intentional because they don't have to no because they're so it's so easy to make them I definitely my closest friends at every college I went to I've transferred a lot were people <laughs> that I lived with like <laughs> freshman year my closest friends were my roommate and two friends that basically lived with us right. and then when I transferred to UMaine obviously my best friends were the people that I lived with so I also like before graduating college had never felt like I really had to intentionally like put time and energy into friendships and like make legitimate plans exactly because I feel like too when you're roommates with people plans are very like sporadic they are yeah because I mean you end up at the same place in all of your downtime right your downtime you have like random like living room hangouts and it's like exactly you're seeing each other all the time but you're not always necessarily doing something that you like planned to do exactly um so we're just going to kind of talk about how that changes and maybe gets a little bit harder as you get older and we both we both honestly we had the luxury I guess sort of luxury for a certain (laughs) amount of time of staying in our college town with our roommates for almost a whole year um post-grad so it didn't really I feel like we didn't really face like challenges of making plans with friends and stuff um, no. until we started moving. I know until I moved to like Portland, right? I didn't really have any. I mean, I never had to try to make plans <laughs> with anybody because I lived with everybody right. I wanted to see. Um, but so like, it's been an adjustment, right? I well, think. like because when you moved, that was a two-hour drive at first. Oh my gosh! Yeah, um, it was horrible. And I feel like when that happens. You kind of have to, you, I feel like you really reflect on, if someone's two hours away from you, it becomes pretty obvious, I feel like pretty quickly, whether that is a really deep friendship that you want to keep in your life. Um, Because I feel like as you get older and you leave college, you might notice that some friendships maybe naturally fade away Mm -hmm. like kind of sometimes when you graduate high school I feel like that happens a lot Um, yeah it's so natural but you also really notice like who you want to keep in your life and like you're not gonna let a two-hour drive really stop that because I feel like we did a good job of 
yeah. trying to see each other at least like every couple of weeks or so when yeah. you move. No, it wasn't that bad actually. Um, I feel like yeah, when you move away from your college town, away from that environment, it becomes so much more intentional. That kind of like maybe the friends that you didn't connect with as deeply, kind of right don't like stay in your life to the same to the same extent you know as if you are literally a wall over exactly just because it's like you have to put so much effort in right (laughs) well I mean how did it feel for you because you were the first one to leave yeah I mean I honestly I've never been very good about like (laughs) keeping up with people (laughs) not I mean you're not the only one like I have had friends that I've had for my entire life that I've always kept up with but sometimes like I am bad about really going out of my yeah. way to make um, <laughs> plans with people because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a homebody. Yeah. The reason I love hanging out with my roommates is because I love staying I love home. Staying home. <laughs> <laughs> so like having to hang out with people outside my house is so hard. Like, I'm just kidding. It's dressed. fine. <laughs> yeah. But like the fact that I have to get dressed to see people. Oh my no, gosh. No, I understand. Also, like I just moved and I was extremely busy right off the bat. Right. With school and my internship. Well, that's the other thing too, adjusting to a new yeah. schedule. So, I mean... It definitely making time for people had to become a lot more intentional and I feel like also when you live with like your partner instead of your friends making time for your friends has to be way more intentional because you can I can see so easily how somebody could fall into this pattern of literally not seeing anybody other than Mm -hmm. the person they live with because I did that with my roommates right and if I wasn't like (laughs) actively trying to see my friends I probably wouldn't see them so it was a weird experience I I have I have found that like because you just mentioned and you are not the only person in the world that is like this that has a hard time like kind of going out of their way or reaching out to people who aren't like immediately kind of in front of them like roommates would be and I think like something I know some people maybe like get upset if they haven't heard from someone for like a certain period of time or something but I find I don't know like maybe you have friends that aren't great at texting or whatever but I don't think that matters as much as, like, when you do visit the friend, that things still feel, right. like, the same, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, like, people you can go months without, like, right. really and it's, catching up with, and then you get back together, it's like, and it's, like, exactly you the pick same right when up you see where them. you left off. But I will say with that is, I think, as you leave school, um, and maybe you're adjusting to, like, adult friendships and being sad that you don't see your college friends and stuff as much as you used to because unfortunately that is just life and we all have busy schedules if you do notice like it's okay if someone's not reaching out to you all the time because we do all have very busy lives but if you notice they are never the person to like try to make a plan with you there it is yeah that's where the issue that's where the issue lies like there's no there's nothing wrong with like having lulls in communication right. but if you are consistently the only, only person, person trying to make plans putting like watering this little seed that right. is your friendship if you're the only one doing that then that yeah, i feel like that's be a where the bit issue of is there yeah i don't know everybody gets busy but it, like if it's not a mutual effort. right well and that's kind of like how i felt when you moved away first because obviously we like did I mean maybe the first week or two we probably did text most <laughs> just because we were adjusting to our separation anxiety but like after that like I feel like you kind of adjust to your new lives and stuff and maybe we didn't talk to each other every day but I did feel like there was a very fair balance there of, I did like, too someone being yeah. like hey 
this is coming up or like yeah hey, we I should f- like yeah. meet in the middle exactly. somewhere or something i feel like, like that. we during the period of time that we yeah. weren't living near each other at all there was almost always something on the calendar like right oh I well like i get to hang out with vanessa we on were this kind day. of treating it like a long distance <laughs> relationship <laughs> we were. it's like i just have to have one thing to look forward to but you kind of have to do but that even, with your friends and it's like even if it wasn't even like even if it was like th- over three weeks away or something it's still nice knowing that like you made a plan with someone and like that person still wants you in their lives and like you still want them in your life and it's like you still matter to each other um which is like really nice and I don't know I just think that that's really important I really do think that you should treat friendships like that that you want to if you have a friendship that you really want to keep in your life and you're not directly close to each other like you were in school after you graduate I really kind of do think you need to almost set it as the same priority as you would if it was a long distance relationship I (laughs) I mean if you don't then it's like I mean how how are we how are you gonna stay friends no because how would you expect to stay with like your boyfriend exactly if you never talked to him and you never make plans and you didn't make plans with them why would you expect a friend that's what I'm saying to stick around for the same non-rewarding relationship like i know yeah i yeah it just kind of takes effort and also like i think we might have talked about this in an episode a while ago yeah but it was honestly with the rate we put out episodes probably like a year ago it was probably a year ago (laughs) so it's okay but like i am not a person to make friends with somebody very quickly yeah i'm not either i'm more of a slow burn kind of like it takes (laughs) as far as like a deep friendship a deep friendship like it takes me a long time to, like, I feel like fully open up to people, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I And so, like, when I have friends that I'm, like, right. very much myself with, I'm going to keep them around. I'm going to keep them around because I do not want to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Which is honestly the same as dating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a reason why I haven't dated for, like, two years. There's a reason I why I haven't made up. a new really deep friendship connection in two years. <laughs> I know oh my god I know yeah um but yeah another thing is I do like I feel like I mean I can't really speak to it at this moment it's kind of hard because when I had my first full-time job I was still living with you guys yeah so I can't really relate to knowing what it's like to have your first full-time job not living with your roommates and still trying to see them yeah like you have a job and you have hours and stuff and I still feel like obviously I've been able to be I feel like a little more flexible since I have I know nothing going on in my life but I do still feel like I mean since I've moved like it's been a month now and I still feel like we see each other, like, once or twice a week. I know, which is great. I mean, I literally work, like, 40 hours a week, Monday yeah. through Friday. And it's so nice having you so right. close by because now it's, like, it doesn't have it's to be so a big easier. plan. It can just be, like, let's watch Love is Blind. Right. Well, and I think it's so worth it, too. Like, if you if you are – I feel like we're pretty fortunate that, like – the vast majority of our friends all kind of do now live within 30-ish yeah, minutes of each other. it's nice having most of our um, people really right. close together. Um, well, and I feel like when you're in a situation like that, it's really easy to just send out, like, a mass text. Be like, like hey, let's do a couple of us are doing this if anybody exactly. else wants to join. Yeah. Um, and I just, I don't know. I think it's really, I feel like some people, when they enter full-time work um, or they are 
in a long-term relationship with living with their partner and stuff. Um, and I'm not, I'm honestly not even saying this about any of my friends because I don't really feel like any of you guys struggle with this. But, like, from what I see on social media and stuff, it seems like sometimes people feel like that means, like, their life and their, like, social life is kind of, like, over yeah. almost. And, like, I don't think that should be the case. No. I think we should all be keeping in touch with, like, our best close friends yeah. until, like, we have children. Exactly. And then they're forced to be friends, exactly. you know? Like, for the last couple of weeks, um, we've been getting together just just some gals for yeah, let's Wednesday. Yeah, little ideas. Wednesday, Golden Bachelor night. Well, it's I mean, so fun. When I say for the last couple of weeks, we've only we've successfully done it, done it once. <laughs> because... But we talk about it every this week. This week, everybody's sick. Yeah. And then the first week, everybody was... Uh, doing something busy yeah i don't know i don't remember really but But anyways the point is is we put an effort to find a little like it literally the episodes are 45 minutes literally like a one hour window of time during the week where we're like let's get together ladies and have some (laughs) social connection let's chit chat let's (laughs) let's gossip for an hour girl time exactly so (laughs) you really have to put in the effort i feel you do to plan things and stuff like that. i feel like you like can't be getting upset about like not seeing your friends if you are literally not doing anything about exactly. it exactly you know exactly and i do think that there are probably some people out there that are like that you gotta yeah. put in the effort i i really like i've already said it probably five times in this episode but i really do think friendships deserve the attention that you give your romantic relationships yeah, they just because who's gonna energy. be there for you when the romantic relationships maybe aren't there? Oh yeah, okay. You know that's a great conversation. Keep point. your friends. Do not get rid of your friends when you're in a relationship. That's literally the most stupid thing you could do. And I did that when I was in high school. Oh, we all did. We all did that in high school. But like, oh my god. Yeah. People do that all the time, and yeah. I will never ever fall into that no. hole ever no, again. And like, how? I just I feel like I don't know adulthood is like we're gonna do another episode on how we're all just like the panic years like yeah panicking. how your 20s are and just frantic no and it's like what like i can't imagine going through my 20s and not putting time into like my friendships because those are like i feel like my main source of joy i would actually be losing no my why mind. would you strip yourself of joy yeah why do you why, why would you, you do, that? do that to yourself why would you do that <laughs> I just don't understand why you would do that. I know, that's what I'm saying. Um, But anyways, I'm trying to think of, like, any advice I'd give to people who are maybe struggling to make time for their friends. (sighs) Yeah, I don't know. It's tough. I mean... You have time. I if you work, you do time, have time. You, have, if you it's still a have time. And that's yeah. that's something else that we've been kind of talking about. Is I feel like, um, I mean, even <laughs> like we went to something on a weekday this week and. Well, we were kind of like, why are we doing this on a weekday? <laughs> I will say, like, you do... It's the same way, like, if you are someone who really cares about, like, working out, you're going to prioritize that. Exactly. If you care about having good, solid friendships, then you should be prioritizing that the same way you would anything else. And you don't... Like, you don't only have to see people on the weekends. Yeah. You can I, see yeah. people after work. I think that the key is just, like, you have to make time for things that you yeah, care about that matter and you. like if somebody wants to make time for you they'll find the they time. will and that's kind of like what i'm saying is that when you get into adulthood and you 
maybe start noticing maybe I mean people are in so many different stages of their lives at this time too it's a weird time some people are like having a kid some people are buying a house some people some of us are broke and broke and yeah in graduate school like some of us are unemployed (laughs) Vanessa I'm just kidding Vanessa got a job oh yeah we'll have to actually talk about that after yeah we should we'll touch on that um (laughs) um but, you know, I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. But, like, there's just so many different ways that people's lives are going right now. And, like, so give someone grace, I guess, if they're not able to see you a lot. But if you – it's okay if someone's priorities are shifting, I guess. And if your priorities are going one way and your friend's priorities are going a different way and for some reason those priorities are making it so you just like don't really see each other mm-hmm. maybe that's just the season in life that yeah, you're in right now exactly. like i feel like as humans we tend to cling Ugh, on just to want people to hold sometimes on to and hold on and like sometimes when something ends we think we did something wrong but Really, people yeah. just grow apart sometimes. Sometimes things just end and, like, some people are meant to be there for a certain period of time. Well, and it doesn't even mean that those won't, like, come back. No, exactly. Either, you know? Like, I have, like, friends from high school that maybe I didn't really communicate with for, like, three years post-grad, but yeah. it's like, now we're in touch. Yeah, And exactly. who's to say that that won't happen with maybe friends you're drifting away from now, but maybe in three years, you guys will be on more similar life paths again. Exactly. And, like, that will reconnect you or something. Yeah. I feel like um, making friends at this age is a little challenging. It is hard. Just being, like, out of college and still in your early 20s, it's like, where do people meet people? Where yeah, do people make like, friends if they don't have Especially if you don't already? have money. I know. Like, I'm very fortunate to have friends that I gathered earlier in life. <laughs> but I swear to you, I haven't made, like, a single new friend yeah. since I... Uh, graduated college really I mean I definitely haven't because I've just been sitting in my apartment I know I haven't been doing anything (laughs) I have acquaintances yeah at like work (laughs) and stuff which is honestly like see that's something that I actually find myself I was actually talking about this in therapy where I was like you know every now and then for some reason I get this weird feeling that I should have moved far away where I don't know anyone and had to have like figured things out for my own and make new friends yeah and then I'm like I don't even know why I feel that way because there's apps because I obviously like when I was telling people where I was moving they would ask me oh what's bringing you to that area is there a job <laughs> waiting for you and I'd go no no my friends are there <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's like there is honestly <laughs> nothing wrong with, if you're someone that's struggling with that right now, feeling like you need to, like, make it on your own or something and, like, you shouldn't be choosing comfort or something. Why? That's what I did. Ask yourself why you feel that I don't think that there's that anything way. wrong with the fact that I chose to be near friends that I already know and love. And, like, if I do happen to make some new friends along the way, great. Then but, dandy, like, great. I also feel very... I feel, like, happy and satisfied with the friendships that I do yeah. have right now. Yeah, exactly. So there's nothing wrong with I'm, prioritizing I'm, that. I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grateful for it. It would so. be nice, I'm sure, to make like a new friend. But like you said, you got to start all over. Why would I start all over? I don't want to start all over. I, I would know, be yeah. open to it if there's someone that like 
is the right amount of lazy, <laughs> the right <laughs> amount of wanting to do things. Somebody that wants to sit around a lot. <laughs> if anybody, actually, if anybody um, enjoys shows like Love is Blind mm-hmm. and, like, things like that mm-hmm. and loves a little sit down every now and then with a sweet treat, you can talk to us. What? <laughs> actually, you should message us. You should us. message us, actually. Um, I would love to You can to come to Bachelor with... Night. That would be, yeah. All the girlies are invited. Open invite. I'll just have, like, <laughs> I was going to say I'll have, like, 50 people over, but that we don't even have that many people. We'll have as many as we can fit. <laughs> so text us if you want to watch um, dating shows. I'll put another poll. <laughs> yeah. the, this episode. is actually just us networking. This is actually us this whole time. We've been talking about how we don't need friends, but really we're manipulating you. <laughs> so you this are is friends. Bait. <laughs> you have to be friends with us. Um, but yeah, so before we go into like maybe life updates, do you have anything else you want to touch on friendship-wise? No. no. I guess just a thank you to all my friends. Thank you to my friends. I love you. I love you guys. You guys are the best. I appreciate all of you. Yeah. Aww. So, That's life sweet. updates. Okay, you go first. So, that was a really bad drum roll. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to I make a I guess I, like, noise. have a job. Yeah. So, Yay. I, which is a good thing. I am excited. Um, I auditioned to be coach at Orange Theory. Woohoo. And it went very well, and I'm moving forward in the training process, which is very exciting. I am super stoked to, I actually don't know when it's gonna start but eventually get another paycheck so I can pay rent next month which I actually yeah next month which I'm kind of scared about um but yeah so I'm not gonna tell you what studio I'm working at because I don't want to get stalked if there's someone weird listening to this but all my friends will know where I'm working and you guys (laughs) should come to my classes the day that I'm actually a real coach there and I'm fully trained to work. I can't wait to go to a class. I want I'm you excited. so much. I have always wanted to try an Orange it's, Theory class. So. It's actually so fun and I feel like I, before trying one, as I am with like all big gyms, was like mildly skeptical just because mm-hmm. I didn't know what the style was going to be like. Um, yeah. And I feel like sometimes with like really large classes, coaching on form can be lost and stuff. But I have really found that that is not the case there. Like oh, I very so much feel like people are making sure you're doing things right. Everybody has been so nice and friendly. Yay. And anybody who wants to try a class should because it's free. I'm already like their little... Orange series promotional <laughs> first. Everybody that works there loves it. They do, and it's like there's, and I actually believe it. Like I feel yeah. like there's people out there that's like, I love my job, but like oh they don't. God, I yeah. actually believe that these people love working there because I there's been a handful of people that have I've met that have been like I've been here for like six years, seven years. Yeah, it seems like people and really like, like it. If you're staying there for seven years, there's got to be a reason why. Yeah. So it'd be great. Yeah. If there's a job I want to stay at for that long. I know. Hopefully it so, works out super well. Excited for the future. Really exciting. Congrats. Yeah. How many days do you have left? One month and four days and 19 hours. We're almost in the under a month phase. Uh, yeah. Guys, real talk. Thank God. I am literally struggling. Like, I am going through it. I'm overwhelmed. I feel sick. I sick. can't wait for this to be over. Not to be a negative Nancy. No, but you have every right but to be negative about it. this past six months has been a very trying time for me. And 
I am. There should have been a cutoff at six months. I'm just, they should not have made yeah. you go longer than the, that. Really, seriously, month number seven is hurting. That's almost like a whole year. It's hurting bad. Like, I'm in pain. I haven't had a paycheck since March. I'm living on student loans. I am losing my mind. Um, so, other than that, though, life is pretty good. So, if you want to donate to our podcast. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. Pretty like, soon we might, I, honestly, we might start putting some ads in here so we can make, like, two pennies. I need to get rich somehow. <laughs> I can't do this. I can't Please do this. Please blow up our podcast. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We just hit 70 followers on Spotify. I'm itself, proud of us. And I'd really like to hit 100. So, and a lot of people have been searching the podcast, but you're not following it. Somebody so save us. Here, please save follow. me. Save me. I literally need money. I need people to listen to this. I cannot go on like this. I need to get rich you somehow. You need the woman to get on her knees and beg. I literally am on my knees begging. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, other than that, um, things have been okay. <laughs> well, we have one other thing to talk about. Oh, what do we have? 1989. <gasps> Taylor's version 1989, comes out tomorrow. Version tomorrow. And I have oh, to say. Oh, by the time they're hearing this, it will already it's be, out. be out. Okay, oh, so. that's right. Listen, I know you've listened to it, guys. Saturday. So I'd love to hear everybody's thoughts. Um, I can't wait to hear Slut. I feel like it's going to be actually very depressing, even though there's an exclamation point. I don't believe it. Um, And I have to say, I don't know if I have spoken this to you yet or if you have seen Mm -hmm. the theories and everything. I am a double album truther. (laughs) I truly believe that there is going to be a second version of the album with, um, what's that word? when someone sings on a song, collapse. Collapse. <laughs> I just, oh my God. Or features. Features. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking yeah. for. Because 1989 tour was all about all of her guests and she has been hinting a lot of features and there are no features on the actual first release and I think that there's going to be... I'm on She board. always has something up her sleeve. She always does. She always has that something. That woman is a trickster. She, she is, no, she is amazing. She's a little mastermind. She is a mastermind And she I've even said one. that there was like 150 songs that got cut from 1989. And oh you're telling God. me there's only like a handful yeah. There's going to be more. I know. More. I know she's got there's something more. up her sleeve. There's she always more. does. And I really hope she doesn't disappoint me. I have to say that when everything else in the world is going awry, you can, at, you can count at on least Taylor I Swift. can count on Taylor Swift. She always has something She for may us. be the only thing that we can truly count on. No, that's a thing. That's she, the only <laughs> thing that I think is going to bring me like, a little bit of joy this week. She is my only constant. And thank God for that. Thank God. Thank, thank God. Honestly. I say all the time I'm so grateful to have grown up in a world with Taylor Swift. Like, you realize, mm. like someday we're gonna be like 80 I know. and she i don't want to say this but she might be dead she may be dead and she's gonna be like elvis she will that's she i will think be. that all the time the I'm movies like, and everything she is our gonna be elvis out about her, and we live that yes. there are gonna be people that like honor her yeah generations to come i know uh. and we so you know if you're having a bad week and if you're not a swifty honestly and become Turn one. Turn this off or become one. Like, that's so... Um, that's so... I, okay. But if you are, you're living a great life right now. I don't have time. I know we're getting off on a tangent here. <laughs> I don't even care. I literally do not have time for people that do not like Taylor Swift. Like, get over yourself. Get over... Get grow over up. Yourself. Can we not you have admit? nothing better to do than have, like, hater energy? Exactly. Get over yourself. Like, it's okay to like Taylor Swift. It is. I don't know who needs to hear that. It's literally okay. everybody does now. It's I safe. love her. It's okay. There was a period of time where everybody hated her. Not me. Not me. Not, not us. Not me. 
I had to fight off when Shake It Off came out. I, I was fought fighting off so many people. Yes, in high school, I was advocating Everybody's for Miss like, Taylor. I don't like this one, and I, I was like, God, shut up! Just give the album a chance. Give it a chance. I would die because that her. was 1989, guys. And uh-huh. look at what everybody's so excited for tomorrow. I know all of you old haters. Yeah, so okay. Um, uh, so yeah, get off the hate wagon. It's okay to love Taylor Swift. I just I feel like people who hate Taylor Swift like make it part of their personality I'm like, where okay, they like so want you to know exactly. that they don't like her and i'm like just I know. you don't have to talk about her i know you're talking about her almost more than i am exactly with the way that you're saying how you don't like her when you could just like i don't know maybe shut, shut up your freaking mouth shut, I, almost shut your said, I almost said a bad word <laughs> <laughs> i try not to swear on this podcast i don't know if you guys have noticed i try not to cuss <laughs> but like shut up but when it comes to Taylor Swift, shut I up have some strong feelings um i think yeah, so... So on that note... Next week, we'll have to talk about um, the vault songs. Yeah, we should rank them we next should do week. That. Let's, we'll, we'll have a little deep dive. And hopefully by then, too, we'll have a double album. I know, hopefully there's a big and news you know from Miss Taylor. If she doesn't release a double album, just don't talk to me about it. Don't ask me questions. You never heard this. I never said this. It's yeah. at the end of the show, so maybe you guys didn't listen to it anyways. For those of you that did, just don't talk about it. Yeah. So I'm going to be very disappointed. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so... yeah. So that's that. In a dark, dark world, we have Taylor Swift. And that may be all we have. I think it So we have be. Taylor Swift and we have our friends. Yeah. When everything and else is And you know what? Terrible. In my mind, Taylor Swift is one of my friends. She doesn't know it. She doesn't know it, but, but she, she actually is, like, part of me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be, like, annoying, but she has literally <laughs> sang every thought I've ever every- had. Every... Every and it's like sometimes she just releases a like oh my god when nothing new came out yes when I was literally twenty two years old and struggling that was sickening she knows us she knows I swear this she is knows. like the, this part of the simulation is like so fun it with is. her like this beautiful it's artist knowing game. everything that's going on this is my favorite part <laughs> of the simulation that's I think my favorite part about being a woman honestly. I love being a woman because I of love, Taylor Swift I love being a woman who loves Taylor Swift. Anyways, anyways, maybe we'll get some. Maybe there's some Swifties out there listening, and you guys can follow our pod <laughs> and make us rich. Make, make me rich, dig me. I can only death. dream to have as much money as Miss Swift has. Someday. Oh my gosh, I will never happen. I could probably like live on what she makes in probably, a day. I was gonna say I could probably have like a twentieth of what she has and feel and pretty perfectly pretty safe fine. in life. Yeah. Um, so yeah, <sighs> that's probably enough rambling um, for now. Hug your friends. And Ask listen to 1989. Stream 1989. Let's blow it up. And, and we'll see you next Saturday. We'll see you next Saturday. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.